welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever humble host, Chris. And tonight we have a few things to talk about. Um, it's been a really interesting week uh, for wrestling fans. Uh, we've got Vince McMahon news. We've got two, two heel turns on SmackDown. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff for Raw. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about Vince. Um, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday of this past week. We had uh, news that TKO, Hol TKO Holdings, who is the parent company that owns both WWE and UFC, uh, filed an SEC claim and basically they're saying that the reason why Vince is no longer in control of of creative is because he is a liability and that they are essentially cutting ties with him to which I say karma is a bitch let's just say it like that uh, he he bought out so many different companies, so many different territories, and he did it so nonchalantly that now this new company is essentially going to wipe him off the map. Now, I know that if I remember correctly, they've also said that they want to keep him around only because his name is wrestling. And to that, to which, to that which I agree with. When you think of wrestling, you think of Vince McMahon. You think of what he did, taking that gamble all those years ago by starting WrestleMania, by starting all this stuff. But... I I completely understand where they're coming from because the other shoe still hasn't dropped yet. We still don't really know what's going on. We don't know what the other uh, the other shoe meaning there's more stuff. We all know there's more stuff. It wasn't just these women that are saying that he paid them off because he had sex with them. There's other stuff, and it hasn't come out yet. And so by TKO saying, hey, we got to distance ourselves with this guy, I, they have every right to. Now, what's also interesting is that I think it was Thursday or Friday we come to find out that Vince sold more than 8.4 million shares of TKO for the sum of about seven to eight hundred million dollars. And I'm like, damn, like that to me is crazy. You know, like why do you need so, you know, it, I guess because I don't have it, I have a hard time, you know, realizing that. You know, why would he need that much money? But hey, you know, when you're a billionaire, you're a billionaire, correct? Correct. 
um, I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, he's going to try and he's going to try and buy AEW," which I think is very very funny. Um, but you know, if Vince is just if Vince, as I said before, is like that child that realizes someone else is playing with his toys and now is jealous. You know, you can't play with that. That's mine. Well, we weren't playing with it. Well, now I want it. It's like, you just can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. But, you know, Vince is going to try and do it because Vince is Vince. Um, but... That's all I really have to say. I think I think it'll be more interesting when other stuff starts happening. You know, when other and then that and also Vince also you also found out I think a week or two ago that Netflix is supposed to be doing a documentary on him, and he thought that he was going to have a little bit more say in the documentary, and now he has no say at all about it. And so Vince is pissed off about it. Like, why are you pissed off? You agreed to do this, to do this documentary. Why are you just now getting upset about it? You know, but whatever. Uh, let's talk about Raw and SmackDown. Uh, as we know, we've got War Games in two weeks. Which is going to be interesting. I think um, they did a hell of a job getting it to where it is now. Um, we don't have too many matches set. I know we're supposed to get Gunther versus The Miz. That should be a decent one for the Intercontinental title. Um, and then we also have the war game, the, the men's war game match. Which should be very, very interesting. Um, we all know it's four on four right now. And that there should be a fifth. Uh, the one thing that I find to be quite interesting. Is that there is talk that Drew McIntyre is going to join the Judgment Day. I think that would be the best thing. Because then Drew basically becomes the de facto leader. And I think that in lies where the um, uh, the tension between Rhea Ripley versus this new guy coming in and now is basically going to become the leader. I think that's very, very interesting. It should be very, very interesting. I think it works out very, very well. Um, I know a lot of people are saying that this is where Randy Orton comes in as the surprise entrance. I'm still very much, I'll believe it when I see it on my TV. Um, there's also talk that it could be CM Punk. I doubt very seriously CM Punk's coming back to WWE. Um, mainly just because I don't think that... I don't think CM Punk wants to work with Triple H. 
knowing now that Triple H is, in fact, the uh, the end-all, be-all with them, I just don't think that he would do it. You know, um, I know it's in Chicago. I know all that. I still do, I still just don't believe it. it. Even if he were to show up, I would be very surprised if he continues to stay on. I just don't think that CM Punk is going to ever wrestle for WWE ever again. I think there's too much bad blood between him and them. But we'll see, right? Um, I'm not... I, I don't know what happened. They just do not know how to... Uh, fix the women's division on the raw side and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's they need new writers on that side or what they could have done something so much better than putting Zoe Stark versus Rhea Ripley for Survivor Series War Games they could have it just doesn't I don't I don't see that as a match where Rhea Ripley could have a hard time against her. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't. And then the final two in that battle royal was was Zoe Stark and and Shayna Baszler. And it's like, really, like two people that no one really gives to anything's about and you're gonna and you're gonna try and make me you're gonna try and make me um like one of these two i just you know it just doesn't make any sense um it, it's just gonna be very very interesting because i don't really think we've got because uh rollins is in the war games match his title's not going to be up for grabs, so that's interesting. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I think that would just be like a really interesting way to finish it is by having um, Damian Priest trying to cash in at War Games. I think that's possibly the best option for him. I just don't know. Again, it's it's very 50-50 on when he will use it and, and if he's successful. I know I said a few months ago that the way that they kind of booked it, I just don't see them wanting to give him the title, and I still believe that right now uh, until I see something different. I just do not see it. Um, I think I think it's going to just be very very interesting. Uh, this coming Monday, we're supposed to get the rematch with uh, between Jay and Cody versus the Judgment Days, uh, Damian Priest and um, 
Finn Balor. I think that's going to be a good match. It's just very, it's just going to be very, very interesting on how they do things. Um, let's talk SmackDown. SmackDown is very, very interesting, man. Um, you, you start off with the LWO coming in, and I really the way they did it was very, very interesting because Ray comes out and immediately starts to kind of like talk about the fact that that um, Logan Paul cheated to win. He used the brass knuckles. And all of a sudden, Carlito comes out. And I thought it was very, very interesting because I really, really thought... And I'll, and I'll explain the way I, I felt like they were going to do it after I talk about it. Uh, Carlito comes out and says, look, you know, I'm just as upset that you lost too, but you're blaming the wrong person. And then he goes, you should blame uh, Santos Escobar because he's the one that left the brass knuckles out. And Santos gets upset and walks away, and then Zelina Vega and and Ray kind of come out and try and stop him, and he run and he leaves um, out the crowd. And then we get Carlito versus um, uh, uh, Bobby Lashley, which was a good match. And I know I said this when he first came back. Uh, for uh, for the pay-per-view that he was a part of. But man, Carlito looks amazing. Carlito looks like a million bucks. Like he, you could, I could easily see him with the U.S. title, with the Intercontinental Championship, Hell, even one of the the bigger belts, the unified champion, the the universal champion, or the world heavyweight, like either or, I could see him with those. He is he he looks great. You can totally tell that he has this this um, newfound newfound athleticism. I know he's always had it, but like because he hasn't wrestled. You know, uh, that and also when you are on the independent circus, you, circuit, you can just pick and choose when you want to fucking work. You know, if you want to take a month off because your your back hurts, it's not going to hurt you. If anything, you're going to make more money off of it because in the long run, your back feels better. You can come back. You can do a weekend and you, you'll, you'll get paid even more because you're the, you know, those pe the people in that city are the first people to see you in a while, you know? Um, and so they have a back-and-forth match. And, of course, uh, the Street Profits, who they're starting to get to that place where I'm like, okay, I like where they're going. I'll see where they go with it. And I'm I'm hopeful for their heel run to work out. 
that being said, so they um, so they cheat to win. Uh, Carlito loses. Bobby Lashley wins, and then they jump Carlito. And Santos Escobar is out there trying to had been uh, fighting with uh, the the street profits, and he's just standing on the apron watching them beat Carlito up. And then all of a sudden, Ray comes out with a chair and fends them off. And all of a sudden, he starts getting in, in Santos's face. Like, why, why didn't you stop him? We're all LWO. We are a family. We are a family. Like, we have each other's back. And I... And I really, really like that because of the fact that, like, hey, we're familiar, you know. And um, and he tries to help up Carlito, and then Santos just pushes Ray, and then Ray pushes him back, and then like he's still trying to help Carlito up, and then they start kind of like fighting. And at first I thought, okay, like, is this where he, you know, is this the turning where L- where the LWO is like, no, screw you, Ray. We're done. Like, we are the LWO now. Like, they were going to become the heels. And instead, um, uh, Santos... Uh, pushes him up against the, the guardrail and then kicks the chair, kicks the, the steps onto um, on, onto Ray. And Zelina looks like she is just beside herself because you turn on him. Like, he, you know, he's the one that, that brought us together. Like, why are you doing this? And he just walks away. And I... I was very much, I've, I've, I always figured the LWO was going to be a heel faction eventually, that someone was going to, that they were just going to turn on Ray because Ray was going to continually lose or something like that. Or that Santos was pissed because if Ray was, um, was a better leader, he wouldn't have gotten injured and he wouldn't have uh, lost his chance to to win the U.S. title and all that good stuff. Like, all of that would have worked out better. And and so it looks like everyone else is going to stay with LWO and that it's going to be Ray versus Santos. And I'm really, really excited about that. So there's that. So that's one heel turn on, on SmackDown. The other one really just was kind of like, wow. I was more shocked because I totally thought, because I think that's, I I think what I was thinking is going to eventually happen. It just hasn't happened yet. And that is, um, uh, what started it all, which I thought was very, very interesting was that Bailey basically talks, wants to talk to EO Sky 
And she's basically telling her, like, look, I've always had the best interest of you two. You know, you're you're going about this in the plan that I've always thought of, that you were eventually going to become the champion. You know, you were going to be the women's title holder. Like, this has always been what my 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 vision was going to be. And so she's like, you know, you know, like, let's talk about this person to person. Let's, let's, let's have it out. And I really like the fact that Bailey's like, look, I've been around the block a long time. I know what's going to happen. And she's basically like, look, if you're going to kick me out, kick me out, which I thought was, she didn't say it, but essentially that's kind of what she was trying to say. And... And what I liked, and I know a lot of people have been saying that, is the fact that they brought back up what Bailey had done to Kyrie Singh uh, almost three years ago when she had the match to kick uh, Kyrie Singh out, which was that she beat her up in the backstage. And I love the fact that Kyrie Singh's like, I forgive you, and like tries to hug her. And Bailey's like, Yeah, I don't do that anymore. But then the rest of them were like, no, let's hug it out. And so the four of them hug it out. And then uh, Bianca Belair comes out and, and is like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm glad you all are, are good because I'm not. Like, let's, you know, I'm going to, I'm I'm ready to beat all three of you. Sorry. And then they decided to do a three-on-three match, which I thought was a, a good idea. And her and, and Charlotte come out. And then the third person is Asuka. And I really like the fact that Asuka, you know, they even said, oh, Asuka and Kyrie Singh used to be used to be tag team partners because they were the tag team champions before uh, Bailey and um, Sasha Banks beat them for the titles. And then Kyrie Singh left like two or three weeks later. And I really like that. I love the fact that they brought back the past, which is something I've always said is something that I really like what Triple H has been doing because if, as far as Vince is concerned, he thinks that most wrestling fans only have an attention span of two to three weeks, and if it happened between then, then yeah, I'll remind you. But for the most part, no. You know, uh, two to three years later, are you kidding me? I don't even remember two to three years later. And so they have the match, and I thought it was really good. And then there, uh, Bianca Bella is about ready to do the hot tag on Asuka, and Asuka just pulls her hand up. And then they, she just looks at her like, what, what are you doing? And then she just starts kicking, kicking their butt. And then... You know, she kicks uh, uh, Bianca Belair, and then immediately, again, sorry, she gets really, really excited, and then she's like, come on, you know, and and she starts hugging Kyrie Singh, which I thought was really kind of funny, and then all of a sudden, Io Sky comes out, and all of a sudden, it's just the three of them hugging each other, and they all look really, really happy, and the look on Bailey's face said it all. Like, 
oh shit, this is when they're going to turn on me. And then all of a sudden, the three of them look at her, and she has this scared look on her face. And then they're all smiling at her, and she realizes, okay. And then she gets up and then hugs them because, okay, you're not going to kick me out just yet. And I loved it. I No one saw it coming. I know a lot of people on the internet were like, oh, wait there's going to be a turn. And so when they did the turn on um, Santos Escobar with the LWO, I was like, okay, well, that's the that's the one that they're talking about. And then I just wasn't paying, I wasn't really thinking too much of it. And then all of a sudden now, we had two, you know, two really good turns and it was like, you didn't think either of them were going to happen the way that they did because you totally thought something totally different was going to happen. So there's that. Um, I know we discussed this, I think, a week or two ago, but we're now getting more and more confirmed that that Roman Reigns is basically done for the rest of the year. He will more than likely come back and wrestle for... Uh, at the Royal Rumble in Tampa, which I'm I'm okay with. I'm okay with him wrestling if he's going to take, you know, because some people, most part-time wrestlers usually take the month of November and December. They usually take those last two months off, uh, mainly just because no one wants to travel during the holiday. And especially because, I mean, you know, let's talk real, real fast with him. You know, he's still, um, I, I know his cancer is in remission, but you don't want, you know, especially since, his immune system is still kind of compromised, and he's already had um, COVID nineteen a couple of once or twice now. Like, let's be honest. Like, let's not let's not gamble with our with our health by having to travel so much. You know what I mean? That, and also, I really like the fact that that Paul Heyman uh, kind of is able to. Because he's the mouthpiece, he's able to do things differently. Um, oh, let's also talk about the fact that LA Knight, LA Knight, I, I, I swear to God, might be um, the best uh, in-ring talker in quite some time. And he is so good because of the fact that everyone just is on their are on their feet when he's talking they listen to him and you haven't seen that in quite some time but I like the fact that him that we're more than likely going to get him versus Jimmy at um, Survivor Series which will be a, a decent match I think I think that's the best way to keep him in line with uh, the um, um, 
with uh, within the bloodline storyline for right now i think that's the best way possible to do it and then have him again possibly uh take on roman at the royal rumble because then he will have beaten uh jimmy and then he'll and then he'll more than likely have a match with solo um, in December. I don't really know. I don't remember if there is a pay-per-view in, in December. I don't think there is. I think the next pay-per-view is, is now, but I'm not too sure. Um, again, we also, we also have to remember that there is uh, the Elimination Chamber in February. Uh, which is the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. I I will say this a million times. I think uh, if done right, the Elimination Chamber is possibly one of the best non-major four uh, pay-per-views. Um, but to me, I think one of the things that would make it even better is if Roman had to be in the... Uh, in the Elimination Chamber. I think that would possibly be the best way. And I would, I, honestly, I think that's the best way to do it. And just have him essentially kind of like, not so much bury five other wrestlers, but basically beat these guys, basically come back and say, I've done it all, and then have his moment in Philadelphia at WrestleMania where hopefully he will lose then. I love the fact, this is something, and this will be the last topic for the night, and, and that is that a lot of people are now talking about how that that they're booking Roman the right way, that we don't like him so much that when he finally does win, when he finally does lose, it's just that bigger shock factor. And, and to me, I think that's just a real load of crap. Because they've been doing such a good job with well, we can make so-and-so a legitimate uh, title contender. They did it with LA Knight. They did it with Sami Zayn. They've done it with Kevin Owens. They did it with Drew McIntyre. That's just four this year. Um, you know, we also have Cody. That's fine. That's ha that's almost half the year that they've done this, where they've given you viable contenders that someone can actually say, "Yeah, I see him. I can see him win, winning." You know, um, he Jay is a perfect example. That's six. That's half a year that I've just given you. 
six viable options to take the title off of Roman. All of them viable options. And you can do it. I mean, I mean, fuck, Jay, Jay just about won. Okay. LA Knight basically won. If you're gonna be um, uh, that type of a stickler because of the fact that they counted the third when they did the one-two, the ref technically counted three. Okay. Um, you could... You could essentially say Cody should have won instead of doing the third crossroads. He could have just done the two and go for the count, and he would have won. Uh, Drew should have won. And I, and again, this is where I'm at because it gets to the point of, sorry, didn't want to pause for dramatic effect, but that's the problem is that you are giving so much, you're giving up so much false hope that you're basically just waiting for Solo to, um, you're just waiting for Solo to uh, come in and put the foot on the bottom rope, put, uh, come in and distract the referee. Paul Heyman distracts the referee. Something. You're just waiting. And I and I know I said this last week, but I'm I I hope like hell that Roman has a definitive win. Just fucking once. I'm so tired of him having to fucking skate by. And and it really kind of upsets me because then you start thinking, well, he's the one that's fucking calling all this shit. You know? And they've even said this. Him and Paul Heyman write his own st- write their stuff. And that Roman basically is doing all this. All I'm asking is to stop bullshit look if you're gonna if you're going to keep him as champion which we all know he is at least until Wrestlemania at least until Wrestlemania and we all know they've already said he's held the title for three and a half years I get it but please, just stop with this bullshit. It's just getting so fucking old. And I know, and more and more people are now voicing their displeasure towards it. And there has to come a time where someone has to sit them down and say, look, the fans don't want this anymore. You've got to figure out something different. And I hope like hell it works. I really do. Um, like I said, that was the last topic. That's going to be it for me. Uh, next week, we will discuss more about what's going on. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, we'll discuss uh, what the uh, what Survivor Series is going to be looking like. Hopefully, there's a little bit more clarity. I do not know if there's actually going to be a women's Survivor Series war game match. 
I hope that there could be. I'm hopeful there is. Because you have a decent storyline going into it if they do decide to do it. Because I don't think they're going to do it with the Raw women. They're not going to do it with the Raw women. They're going to do it with the SmackDown women. And I just hope that they that they do a, a good job with it. Because if they do, then it, it'll be a good one. So we will discuss all that. Until next week, I will talk to you all later. Have a good night. And if anyone's looking for me, just look up into the stars and follow the buzzards. Bye.